0: From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Lori Ruprack is an Upstate nurse who began taking service trips to Ghana in Africa in 2010 and created the nonprofit organization ASAP, American Serving Abroad Projects, in 2014. Since then, the group has made six service trips to Ghana to provide health care and education, and the next is taking place this fall. Lori's here to talk about this effort, along with nurse Caitlin Phelan, who volunteered on a trip to Ghana this past spring. Thank you both for being here. Thank, Thank you, you for inviting us. Yeah. So Lori, let's start by talking about how this program has developed over the years. So ASAP has really grown
1: um, since we started doing our group ter- trips in 2013. Our programs have grown and expanded. Um, we're now separating our trips um, f- into a medical-focused um, trip and a community service trip focused um, trips so, two so different we're doing
0: trips. two two different trips a year so um, and you and, target you mostly go to rural areas that don't have access or have limited access to to healthcare care and other services okay. yes
1: we always go to different areas and we always go to um, remote areas that don't have the services um, so our first trip, we had 10 volunteers in 2013 and the last trip in March, we had 26 volunteers. So we've really grown, um, over the last few years.
0: And you've been, um, uh, in Ghana, uh, for all of the trips. Are you looking ahead to expand? We are.
1: So all of our trips to date have been to, to Ghana, but probably in the fall of 2018, we're looking to expand to other countries in Africa.
0: Okay. All right, I want to hear from Caitlin about her experience as a volunteer, but first, Lori, can you give me some statistics about the impact your group has had in Ghana? Sure. So the latest
1: uh, statistics that are out there um, show that 10,000 people in rural, rural areas have provide, been provided with free health care services. Many of those people have never seen a, a medical provider before. Mm. 30,000 people have received free services or supplies, either medical, dental, or school supplies. Okay. 15 clinics and hospitals have received donated medications and medical equipment. And approximately 75 volunteers have gone on trips with ASAP.
0: Wow. Okay. And some are repeat volunteers, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They go yes. on different ones. Well, Caitlin, um, so why did you decide to make the trip this past Spring.
2: Um, well, I al- always knew I wanted to do um, mission trips. There was a nurse in the class ahead of me in nursing school who had gone on a trip with Lori, and so I had kind of been following um, the program for a while. My Pediatric instructor goes every year. Um, and so this last year, I had seen that they were going in March, and another nurse that I work with on my floor said, hey, I saw you liked this page on Facebook. I really want to go. Do you want to go with me? And I said, yeah, I, I think I probably do. So she pushed me to ask my manager, say, hey, ask for the time off so we can both go together. Um, and so that's kind of how it happened. Neat. Well, what uh, what what was it like? Um, it, was, it was awesome. Um, it was... Different and similar to what I kind of expected going in. Um, I knew we were going to be in areas that were pretty underserved and um, not what we were used to at all. Um, I think the biggest difference was just the people in general and just how appreciative and excited and happy they were just to see us every day, even though some of them I just was handing vitamins to, and they just thought it was the coolest thing ever to see us and hang out with us. So that was. Really really neat. Did it feel like you were making an impact or a difference? I think so. yeah. Um, just seeing you know the, how the little things that we kind of take for granted that we were doing for them just made a huge difference in that day and how they were able to do like live their lives after that it was really very awesome to see. So. Um, how did you communicate? Well, we had a lot of translators, um, okay. so a lot of like local nurses um, or nursing students came and translated for us at the clinics, so it was neat to work with them and see how they did their nursing training, and then they also translated for us so we could talk to um, everyone. Some of the people there did speak English very well, and we were able to just talk with them, but a lot of them we had to talk with the translators, which was also a cool experience. Neat. Well, <laughs> would you go back? Absolutely. I definitely would. It was a very... Very life changing and humbling experience, and I would definitely do it again. <laughs>
0: um, well, you would you encourage other medical providers to to do a trip like this?
2: Yeah, and actually, we've already been telling people on our unit, you guys should go on this trip. It's really neat, and it, you just you come back with a different perspective on just healthcare in general, and how um, how different things are outside of the United States, and how you kind of have to adapt your um, healthcare experiences and what you know to fit what you're given and what you're working with
0: Neat. well Lori, let's talk about the next trips that you have coming up because like you said there you're doing two different trips now one that's focused on the medical provisions and then one that's focused on community development right so the um,
1: trip coming up in it's scheduled for november 20, 10th through the 21st of 2017 it's a community development program um, and one of the main programs that we're going to do is a, a program developed by the Days for Girls organization. Um, we'll be bringing washable sanitary pads to distribute to the girls, um, and it and comes. Wh-
0: why is that important?
1: It's it's extremely important because a lot of the girls in Ghana that drop out of school when they reach puberty because they don't have any way to manage their menses. So um, these. The pads that we'll be bringing are washable. They last for like three years so that the girls have a way to um, still stay in school. Um, and uh, another program that we're going to be doing on that trip is I'm excited about. It's a new program, a soccer program. So we're looking for some soccer coaches that would like to go with us. Um, we'll do some soccer clinics in, the, in these rural villages and um we're collecting soccer uniforms to donate to them and then at the end we'll have a, a tournament with the schools and the um, volunteers and
0: soccer soccer's the popular sport oh, yeah, there. yeah yeah so neat neat now um this trip is open to non-medical yes anybody
1: can go on this trip um there's no special skills that you need other than if you're a soccer coach <laughs> um but anybody can apply. Um, It's going to be a 10-day trip. Um, Generally, the cost will be between $2,300 and $2,500. Volunteers all pay their own expenses. Um, A lot of times they'll do their own fundraising. We do fundraising as a group to get uh, money for supplies for our trips.
0: Okay, so the twenty-three to twenty-five hundred dollars covers flight, um, flight, a- accommodations, food, water.
1: Um, we'll do a safari. We always do cultural events. Um, that's an integral part of our program. Um, that's so all there included. is like some
0: downtime to yes. do some of the. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think c- the cultural aspect is really important. It's really important to know the culture of the people you're taking care of. So that's always included. Um, and the safari is a nice break in between work days. Um, and uh, so it includes pretty much everything except for um, immunizations are required before you go. So you have to visit a travel clinic and get those. That's not included in the price.
0: And passport, of course.
1: Um, you have to have a passport um, and a visa. And I take care of getting the visas and the flights and all that all that um, stuff.
0: So everyone goes as a group on the same flight generally or?
1: Yes. Um, so we fly from Syracuse to JFK and then it's a direct flight from JFK to Accra and it's about 10 to 11 hour flight.
0: So what are the accommodations like? Cause you're out in remote areas, yes. right? Yes.
1: So, so we generally stay in a larger village. Um, and we stay usually in a guest house, sometimes a hotel. Um, it, our accommodations have running water and flush toilets and a bed. <laughs> um, okay. Other than that, you know, it kind of, we go to a different different area every time, so you know, it's always kind of a surprise. But um, so rustic. Then, yes, and then we travel every day an hour to an hour and a half out to our work villages.
0: Okay, what um what is the food like? Um.
1: It's okay. Um, there's a lot of chicken and rice. Chicken. And rice. Um, so our partners in Ghana um, kind of supervise the food aspect. And um, so there's only certain foods that we can eat. We can't eat the vegetables because they put a, a pesticide. They use a pesticide that we can't eat. So we don't eat a lot of vegetables. There's a lot of awesome fruits. Um, like I said, chicken and rice, beans and rice, um, not a huge variety but it's it's good what we get is good and and um, you don't go there for the food right right
0: and you bring water you bring bottled water or is um so we are provided with
1: bottled water or bagged water like they have hygienic water in plastic bags that you chew off the end and drink it like that so in the field we use the bagged water
0: at the end of the day, are you just totally exhausted? Caitlin, what was that like for you? Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, we were exhausted, but then everyone would get back to where we are staying, and they all kind of, we all just wanted to kind of sit up and hang out and talk about what, how the day went, stuff that everyone else was seeing, um, and just kind of hang out. So even though we were exhausted, we still would end up staying up later and then going to bed and waking up really early for the next day. So you we were tired, but it was a happy tired. So you're going to different remote areas every day then
0: so mm-hmm. you're seeing a, a big part of the area that you come to mm-hmm.
1: so, yep and um, what we've started doing is going back um, to each village once so we'll do one village two times so that we can follow up on some of the things that we saw the first time mm-hmm. um, and that's been it, that's worked out well because then the providers get to see that what they're doing is helping um,
0: how, how do you get around is there a lot of walking
1: um there is some walking um we travel in an air-conditioned bus um so our partners in ghana who who do all the ground works for our projects um they pick us up at the airport in an air-conditioned bus all the all the supplies go under the bus and that's the way we travel throughout the country
0: so. and supplies what type of supplies do you bring with you
1: Um, well for the, for the medical trips, it's a lot of medication, um, prescription
0: or just uh,
1: over the counter or both, both. Um, as long as we have, we always have nurse practitioners, doctors, um, PAs with us. So as long as somebody can prescribe, we, we bring, um, prescription medications. We have a whole pharmacy and that's probably the hardest thing to organize before we go. um, And then we we bring school supplies, we bring soccer balls, um, shoes, um, just a wide variety of things, whatever we can fit.
0: Well, I want to make sure listeners know where to go for more information. Um, Mm -hmm. You have a website, uh, um, and. It has all sorts of information about the upcoming trips and more about the background of um, American Serving Abroad Project.
1: Right. And there's also a volunteer application on the the website. So if you're interested, you can just um, fill that out, and that will go directly to me, and I'll contact you.
0: Wonderful. My guests have been Upstate Nurse Caitlin Phelan and Upstate Nurse Lori Ruprack, who is the founder and president of American Serving Abroad Project. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink Air.